with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. Uh, tactical teams, evidence response teams, uh, full-blown investigative units, detective units uh, that have come from multiple states, uh, whether it's the commissioners from uh, Vermont and New Hampshire reaching out to me directly, Massachusetts saying, what do you need, Mike? What can we do for the state of Maine? That's the director of Maine Public Safety in the second day of a manhunt for that loser who shot up those two places, but also we can now officially call it an international manhunt. They have alerted Canadian authorities, too, just in case. This lunatic has made it to the the Northern Territories. They brought in the Border uh, Patrol Tactical Unit from the Canadian border. You know, I'm sure it's the Americans, but they came in from the Canadian border. So the Board Tac Unit is there. They have military units there. They have the FBI there. They have everybody there. I have no idea how many in total cops they have, law enforcement officials looking for this creep. I am a firm believer he offed himself already. And, and he's going to go out as a coward because he is a coward. Come on, he hit a bowling alley on a kid's night. What kind of person is this? Uh, did a lot of work, apparently, uh, leading up to this because now they're saying one of the, I think it was the last press conference yesterday, they revealed that he left behind a cell phone or possibly cell phones in various locations with the GPS device on, with the tracking on in different locations. To throw the cops off, which may have been planted before he even did this. Right. And they also said at his house, they were at his, a place where they thought he lived yesterday on a loudspeaker forever going, if you're in there, come on out with your hands up. If yeah. you're in, and they, then they finally stormed the building. There was nobody there. But they found a, what they're calling a suicide note. So uh, is Man. it for, for real or is it just another tactic to throw people off? Called in the Coast Guard as well, and the public safety guy might have mentioned that already because they think he's either maybe in a in a lake or made it to the ocean. <laughs> this Jeez. is insane. Wow. He's pretty far away from the ocean. Well, yeah, or started pretty far away. I don't know about now in day two. If, you know, you live in Maine and you don't pay attention to what was going on in the news and you saw some guy walking down the street hitchhiking. I, I wonder if somebody picked him up. I had no idea who he was. I don't know, but I go back to what you pointed out. There was a long time but before most authorities even knew what happened. Yeah, or knew who he was. After the first location where the shooting happened, mm. and then, you know, the, the second location, which was miles away, that, that there wasn't a lot of coordination happening no. here. And then he parked his car nine miles away from there. Mm-hmm. And then that's when... And I think they found his car, I would say, within... It's probably within an hour of the last place of shooting. So either way, he, he had a good hour, if not two, if not longer, to get a head start on everybody if it was indeed planned out, which seems to be the case, unfortunately. It, it's We'll lighten it up here in a second, I promise you. But, uh, you know, to make it even sadder, they released the names of a lot of the victims yesterday. So now uh, people are they've gone through shock. Now they're, the people in Maine everywhere really are just mad. So we're heading into the weekend in hunting season. It's 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 archery season, crossbow season, bear season in Maine. Yeah, you tell there, these people they have to stay in lockdown. There's a lot of people who are heading out and they're fully armed. If yeah. they if they found this guy, I, if he is alive, I wouldn't be shocked at all if residents took him out. Not not at all. If they if they could ID him, if it'd be nice, it'd be. You nice. hope they don't go after people who just like look suspicious. But that, I mean, that'd be the scary part. I, I got a feeling this guy. If this guy is as good as they said he was. 20 years military experience. They said he was an extremely good hunter, which means he knows the terrain. He knows the area. He knows how to hide. He knows how to get through it. Uh, unfortunately, I know he's like a one of those survivalist guys. 
And apparently, you know, obviously tactically pretty smart. We know that right. much. He was a weapons expert. We know that from his military training. They're also saying, here's a new little tidbit that came out this morning. A boat that he owned is gone and nowhere to be found. That's why they called the Coast Guard in. Sure. Well, what kind of boat, though? If it's a little dinghy, he's not going to stick it out in the middle of the ocean near Maine. Right. You fall out of that. Well, that would be the good thing. You fall out, he'd die of hyperthermia. Wouldn't la- he wouldn't last long in the ocean. It's just insane. I'm always shocked when anybody is still on the lam after two days. Th- that's even possible these days. But you're talking about an area that has a lot of open space. Yeah, and a lot of woods, unfortunately. <laughs> Hopefully they catch this creep. Hopefully soon, too. Please. Please. Uh, better news, the World Series starts tonight. Ta-da-da-da. Nice Friday night start for baseball. It's good for them. It's going to be in Texas. 8 o'clock start time, they say. Texas uh, Rangers host the Arizona Diamondbacks. I hope it does well. Baseball did a good job this season. Changed up the game. They made it quicker. Is it up against any football games as uh, far as viewership goes? I mean, it will as you go further on into the season, but nothing tonight. They're clear on that. And then they have a Saturday night game. Sunday's off. Then they pick it up Monday again. So not bad. And, you know, and that's why watch? they coordinated it this way. I am going to try to see some of this. You know, I say that now, but things will pop up. I don't know how busy I'll be, but I would like to see it. You're my barometer for sports and how important it is. So, I mean, I think so. There's a lot of talk out of baseball. They're very worried. Ratings are going to be horrific because they're not exactly two, you know, cornerstone teams. I can't even tell you the name of the Texas team. I've screwed it up how many times? But I kind of like it. So, I like that there's two different teams in there. It's nice. No, I, I hope they do well. It's, uh, you know... Uh, it's not the Red Sox. It's not the Yankees. Right. You know? That's what it's, baseball is worried about. So not the Dodgers. Not, it's, you know. Yeah, it's not the, you know, right. it's somebody, a storied team. It's it's. How old are the Diamondbacks? They've been around about 25 years now. Have they really? They've won a World Series. They did? Yeah. Oh. They got a ring. Okay. <laughs> Took a while. It was a while ago, but they did it. I think they're going to get a second ring. Good for them. Could be. Good. We'll uh, see what speaking happens. of sports, real quick programming note. Don't forget oh. our last rapid fire of the week, which normally be at about 835. It becomes Friday football picks today. Diener has just, he's just been down to the North printer, we call <laughs> it. The North Toshiba printer is how it comes up on the, on the, spit it out. the routing thing. And he spit it out, the Friday football picks. And there's, there's one, that second college game is very controversial. Is that's, it now? That's a big game. Well, I'll be hated again. (laughs) We are about 15 or 16 wins ahead of the rest of us. I am not. Yes, you are. But see, here's the thing. You got, okay, if I asked you about any of these teams on the game, okay, on this sheet, you would be able to tell me that last week some running back did this or some quarterback did that or this tackle did this or this guy's out because he blew out his hamstring. I know nothing. And maybe that's what ha- that's what it is. Stupidity wins. <laughs> Whatever it is, it's working for you. Because I think we have no shot. No, we you have do. no shot to catch up. We've run out of runway, Diener. There's no, not enough time. It's not true at all. <laughs> We'd have to go against your picks every week and get lucky. <laughs> you have stomped us out like little bugs, Jim. I have not. Yes. You it's are going to win the ceremonial WFTL bag of air at the end of the season. Yeah. And I expect a big bag of air, just so you know. <laughs> a big one. A garbage-sized bag. We're going to have to like mix in like hockey playoff picks. <laughs> oh, please. Yes. <laughs> I love it. We did not get to Frankenstein Day. It's Frank. Well, it's, it, it's only worth about seven seconds. Oh, okay. <laughs> you have 30 if you want to fit it in. It's Frankenstein Day. <laughs> Done. I don't know what this means. Well, apparently this happens every year. Did you guys know this? Nope. It's to celebrate <laughs> Mary Shelley, the author of Frankenstein. Good writer. Okay. Did you ever read the book? I did. You did? The original? In, in high school, yeah. It was wow. like really? required reading one year. In high school? Yeah. Pretty good. Cool teacher. Where'd you right? go to school? <laughs> uh, Pope John Paul. Yeah. <laughs> wow. 
Yeah, it was good. She is the uh, Frankenstein. By the way, it was the doctor. It wasn't the monster. Right. It was Doctor so, Frankenstein. Doctor Frankenstein. What was the 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 the, the Gene Wilder film? What was oh, I love that. Wasn't it Bride of Frankenstein? Uh, Young Frankenstein. Young Frankenstein. That yes. was a great film. Put the candle <laughs> back in the door. They keep I saying. Remember the jar AB normal. That's right. <laughs> it was excellent. Well, that was a great comedy. That was that was very well done. Peter Boyle was the monster. Remember? That's right. Yes, he was. Yes. Supernova. Gene uh, Wilder keeps denying his destiny. He keeps saying it's Frankenstein <laughs> <laughs> instead of Frankenstein. It's so good. I might have well, to watch movie. that again. It, it should be out if it's Frankenstein Day. Goodness. Yeah. Speaking of Halloweeny, yes, dear. Coming up next for some fluff. You may have gotten invited to a weekend Halloween party. You have no idea what to wear. We have some last-minute Halloween costume ideas, and boy, are they lame. They are really stupid. <laughs> may want to just ignore everything we tell you. It's not from us. We, you know, copied this from somebody else. We got have you that. ever been as one of these characters, by the way? I don't think so. i got to look at it okay. again. Right. Uh, we've got we've got that and uh, some real headlines. New Speaker of the House had an interview with Hannity last night. What was he all about? Coming up next, the Self Loader Morning Show. Keep it here. By the way, thanks for downloading the app. Appreciate it so much. Best way to listen, I think, in my own personal biased opinion. Crystal clear, and the Morning Show blog is on there, as well as uh, the text line to reach out to us. A lot of stuff on the app. And uh, by the way, at the end of the weekend. We go on the app, too, to figure out what we actually pick for our Friday football picks. I never remember. Me neither. So I, I, so I fire up the app, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's uh, who I picked. Oh, they lost. <laughs> I, I don't oh, bother boy. until I get here Monday. It's like, okay. I know. Uh, the self Florida Morning Show. Thanks for being here, too. There's Jen. There's Diener. I'm Bill. Uh, Mike Johnson, new Speaker of the House. First big primetime interview last night was on Fox. Took on a bunch of different issues. Now, of course, he's going to be asked the question about... You know, gun control, what the Democrats are pushing for now right. after Lewiston, after the latest incident. Here's what he said about it. The problem is the human heart. It's not guns, it's not the weapons. At the end of the day, we have to protect the, the right of the citizens to protect themselves, and that's the Second Amendment. And Boy, was that a relief for a lot yeah. of people who are afraid he's just going to be another rhino. But he talked about the Second Amendment along with keeping people safe. He's, uh, I, I think he's going to stick to his guns as far as being a, a pretty conservative Republican. He gave a, he, they asked him about the LGBTQ community and he gave a, a fairly, you know, a broad statement. I, he didn't take one side or the other. I think he's going to have to change his position if he wants to survive. Yeah. He's going to have to change his position. That I think a lot of Republicans have to change their position on that. But he's been pretty, uh, he's been pretty against. I would say definitely gay marriage. He's come up with that in statements before. Uh, it's, that's so far what the Democrats are attacking him on. They don't know a lot about him. Nobody. Does. Schumer said he doesn't know who he is. Isn't that sad? So they've been digging for the past 24 hours to try to find all the dirt on Mike Johnson. So far, it's been the gay stuff. Here was it. You're right. It was a pretty generic response. But here's what he said. I respect the rule of law, but I also genuinely love all people. Regardless of their lifestyle choices, this is not about the people themselves. Yeah, you're right. Pretty generic. Middle it, of the road. It, but they can't They can't nail him on it. They can't say, see, he's so he's, far. He's, right. Yeah, he's against gay marriage. Right. So uh, maybe he'll change his stance. I think he's going to have to if he wants to survive. That would yeah. be my, my guess in this world. Other update, you heard about this obviously all yesterday and into today. It's day two of a manhunt for the for the main lunatic that shot mm. up those two places. He's throwing people off the set. His boat is missing. That's not good. And the other two things, he's left, some reports say multiple cell phones around the area to throw the cops off. Some, reports, some reports say it was just one. But I don't know. That's another That's another confusing issue in the, in the search for this guy. This guy was like a loner. 
You know, he's, yes. whatever family member he had yesterday, they came out, and I don't think he probably had any contact with these people. Uh, you don't hear anything about traditionally when, unfortunately, there is a shooter, the first thing they find is the wife, the husband, the, the brother, the sister, the neighbor. This guy had nobody other than the mental health facility workers who said, oh, he told us he was hearing voices. Okay, and and you let him out of this mental facility, yeah. and then you let him go back to his weapons. And that's the question most level-headed people are asking. Well, if he knew, and if he told you he needed help, most likely asked for help, and he didn't get it, what's the problem? I would expect by the end of the weekend, some sort of a statement from Maine, maybe even the feds, because he's a vet, to yeah, say, well, the federal we, government? we didn't have the facilities, we didn't have the funding, we didn't have the... We, which may be true, but it's still not enough. Not a good enough excuse. Well, it, you know, we, we all know how our veterans are treated in this country, unfortunately. Uh, they should be a priority, especially in this case. This guy obviously has had a breakdown, a major breakdown. Uh, he should never have had access to a weapon. No, this guy was a walking warning flag. Yeah, and they let it slip again. Anyway, in better news, it's the weekend before Halloween, which is when most Halloween parties happen, right? It yeah, makes sense. We you know before the Tuesday, you want to have on the weekends. So that when you're hungover on Sunday, it's not going to be too painful. <laughs> you may have gotten invited to a last-minute Halloween party and you don't know what, what to do. So Jen's got some last-minute <laughs> Halloween costumes she's come up with. They're not mine. <laughs> <laughs> They're not mine. I say that because these are so these bad. These are the stupidest things. But one of them is a tourist. You just take a combo of shorts, brightly colored tacky shirt, socks with sandals. A straw hat, sunglasses, camera, sunscreen. You show, you on show your up at the party like Bob. Why didn't you dress up? I am. I'm a tourist. <laughs> I'm oh, a, you look like that all the time. I like the lumberjack. <laughs> you get a flannel shirt and some jeans and a beanie. And if you, you know, if you're lucky, you can find a fake axe somewhere. Don't bring a real one. People get scared. Where's ghost? How come there's no ghost? That's the easiest costume in the world to make. I put think, a couple of holes, put the sheet over you. I think they got scared <laughs> off. They didn't want to like, you know, you got to be careful when you're cutting out the holes. Right. You wind up cutting out too many holes. You wind up like Charlie Brown. Oh, no. Remember he had like 18 <laughs> holes in the costume? I got five pieces of candy. I got a chocolate bar. I got a porter. I got a rock. <laughs> Poor Charlie Brown. Still a classic. This one probably isn't a good idea. Bank robber? <laughs> Around sure. here, I, I, I'm sorry. Yeah. It says black leggings, black hmm. and white striped shirt. Oh, well, you're going to look like a jailbird, not a bank, a bank robber. You're going to get shot. Yeah, that's what's going to happen. This is my favorite, Bob Ross. You wear a button-down shirt, jeans. You make a small pallet of, you know, out of cardboard for the, you know, your paints. And then uh, you go and get a nice wig, and you're all set. Well, the wig is key, isn't it? You need some I, sort of need, afro. You need my hair. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, go ahead. And then I love the other one. Bright, anything brightly pink and you'll be considered Barbie. See, that's dangerous, though, for, especially for last minute. The good Barbie costumes, first of all, and I, you know, I hate to put it this way, but you need to be able to have the physicality to pull off Barbie. Yeah, there's not many not women like that. Not everybody can have that costume. Nah, no, 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 no. Yeah, I mean, the people who are good at a Barbie, they've been planning this since the summer. Yeah. You can't just last minute decide you're going to go as Barbie. Yeah, I, that's going to be a horrible thing. I have pink. I have a pink Leather dress I'm going to wear. <laughs> right. <laughs> sure. I don't know. You're right. You need to have the body to go with it. Yes, don't show you do. up as Barbie, please. No. Uh, we got rapid fire coming up. It's actually the last one of the week because the next one is going to be our Friday football picks. But next, we'll go around with all kinds of headlines. What's going on in the world? We'll inform you before you head off into the wild this weekend. Keep it here, the South Florida Morning Show. It's coming up next. 
time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. It would be very irresponsible of us to send you off into the weekend, into the wild, without having some stuff to talk about. So we're going to try to inform you, possibly, maybe if we're lucky, entertain you. Well, I don't know. You know what? This really hits more home for Dina and I and those who live in points north. Yes. Yesterday, Brightline formally launched the process to select a Treasure Coast station. So it's going to come down between Martin and St. Lucie County. So Fort Pierce's mayor is like, okay, we got the better spot. And then Stewart's mayor is like, they're going to come here because we are like, you know, the center of life. Progress coming to the Northern Territory. I like that. So (laughs) I I don't know where it's going to be. Uh, St. Lucie and Martin, their proposal meetings will happen November 28th and 29th. Uh, The proposals have to be into Brightline by December 22nd. Then Brightline will host one-on-ones and then decide. So probably at the beginning of the year or maybe the end of this year, we'll find out where the next station's going to be. It's a feather in the cap to have it. I get that. It doesn't really bring in that much money to the city, though. Ah, well, I, th- I think it's going to do wonders because I, I went to remember that little birthday party I went with Nora. Hmm. I sat with a doctor who works in Miami and he lives in Stewart. And I went, too bad you can't take Brightline because yeah, I got to, you know, I got to drive to right. West Palm to get on it. But this would alleviate that kind of situation. Right. Or if you want to just go from, you know, instead of driving, we can jump on the train and go to Orlando. I, I, I think more people will go to Orlando for lunch yeah. if there's a Treasure Coast stop than well, not. Once they calm down off these preposterous prices they have so far on this thing, and if they come up with a real solid year-round pass, you'll be able to work in Orlando and live here or right. vice versa. Right. Or Miami. So true. Hmm. All right, well, uh, serious part of the news before we get to some more fun stuff. Two things to update you on real quick. The manhunt is in its second day for that lunatic in Maine that shot up those places. Gosh. And they've now called in Border Patrol, uh, multi-state agencies, even even Canada, to try to help out with this just in case he's made it because his boat is missing. And he's dropped cell phones, possibly multiple, throughout various areas, which he might have done before the shootings to throw the cops off the scent. Which means this has been premeditated oh, for a long right. time. Absolutely. And he's not an idiot. He's just crazy. Yeah. It, it was that, that sniper guy that they had on, on Fox. He said it shows you that even as a delusional person, you can pick the softest of targets and you know what you're doing. And that's what he did. And that's exactly Which what that creep makes it did. even more evil. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other big uh, international story is the U.S. has hit two facilities in eastern Syria used by Iran. The official statement from Lloyd Austin, the defense secretary, was these are self-defense strikes because the multiple attacks. Multiple. 19 of them on U.S. Oh. forces in the Middle East so far. So... Mm. We're in it. We're in the war. Yeah. That's what was going to happen. I mean, they, well, you can't sit back. Right. They right. had to. But you have to understand, though, the reason they have all of that is because we gave them all the money. That's right. Hello. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well. Hello, geez. Mr. Biden. Wake up. Bums. Anyway. Well, I'm not going to. It's not much better over here, guys. I'm going to raise you some more. You ready for this one? Just to kind of put it into context, I, I found this striking when it comes to the border crisis. Mm-hmm. Oh, dear. How many illegal immigrants have crossed the border from various countries, various backgrounds, some good people, some bad people, just completely unchecked? This is the number that we know of. Since the beginning of the year? Since the beginning of, um, let's see here, uh, since Biden took office, okay? Half a million. Is that too much? How about eight million? What? Yes. Bit more. What did I read yesterday? More than the population of four individual states. Oh my it's actually, goodness! It's actually more than that, which is what uh, I found incredible. It's more than the population of South Carolina, Minnesota. Not combined; these are individual populations. 
Minnesota, Colorado, Wisconsin, Maryland, Missouri, Indiana, Massachusetts, Tennessee, Arizona, and the state of Washington. They do not match up the population to the amount mm-hmm. of people Goodness. who have come in under the Biden administration unchecked that we know of. Yep. That was the goal. Right. Right. I mean, it's just you have 8 million people. And in Virginia has 8.7 million people population. So just think about it. The state of Virginia has crossed through the border. I think mm-hmm. we should send them over to Delaware and Biden's backyard. They can go to the beach with them. Hello. By the way, did you see what New York uh, Eric Adams said yesterday? What he wants to approve? Tent cities in public parks. Oh, that's nice. For the Believe migrants. Uh, you guys were just talking about this off the air. It just so happened I had it in my rapid fire really? story. The new installment of the Hunger Games. Oh. Expected to make at least $50 million in the weekend that it is released. That weekend would be November 17th. I just found out about this. Is this a thing? My kids were talking about this uh, probably a couple of weeks ago. My daughter's all excited. The Hunger Games, the Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, takes place about 64 years before the original films. Uh, It's It's got a music intro. You ready? That's how tantalizing to see all your shining young faces on this auspicious day. That would be Viola Davis, by the way. She's a good actress. I love her. Uh, Peter Dinklage is in it. Tom really? Blythe. Rachel Zegler. Huge cast. A huge cast. I didn't wow. know this was coming. Me neither. Yeah. It hits November 17th, just before Thanksgiving. It's a really big deal. It's a big deal, yeah. So I, it should be interesting to see. Huh. It's a whole prequel. I, I, it, yeah. This is a big deal. I like... Why didn't I know about this? This I is know. huge. I, I what the amazing thing is, it's coming out even though they're still on strike. So they yeah. have filmed this long before they went on strike. So, all right, we've got uh, to lighten it up a little bit. We've got Halloween right around the corner. We've got Halloween parties this weekend, most likely. If you're going to one or hosting one, it's going to happen. What are the states most likely to wear those? Sexy Halloween costumes. Oh, oh we have to be way up there. I thought, of the weather. I thought for sure we'd be number one. Nope. Florida's just stuck in the lower half. Really? really? You know who's most likely? California? I thought too. New no. York. Nope. Mississippi. No. Mississippi? 40% of Mississippians say their costume leans on the risque side. Hey, whoa. Hey now. Oh, wow. wow. Followed by, maybe there's a pattern, Alabama. Arizona, Arkansas, and South Carolina. A lot going a lot on in the South. South. Yeah. Mostly Southern states. Whoa. Maybe it's because they're all Bible, you know, people, As and they don't get, you know, dressed sexy during the year. The Bible Belt looks That's at it. two occasions to bring out the sexy. New Year's Eve and Halloween. It's like you got a license. <laughs> That's where Pat Roberts got that thing from. So. Uh, well, you know, you may not be Halloween <laughs> Satan's night is the night for the devil. And yeah, it's uh, we'll put some clothes on. <laughs> 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 Shockingly, nope. Florida doesn't top. How about that? Nope. I, I, you would think just it's the, because it's of the, the weather. repressed states is yeah. what it is. You're onto something here, Jen, because I remember going to, to um, you mentioned, I mentioned high school earlier. I remember going to high school, Catholic school at Pope John Paul. Oh, now my. Now St. John Paul II. It was different when I was there. He was actually still a pope. But with the Catholic school, all of a sudden during... During Halloween, <laughs> all, that the, right. all the girls in my class were sexy kitty and all this different stuff. <laughs> like, whoa, what's going on? This isn't the normal clothes we wear. What's happening? What was that line out of the Billy Joel song? The Catholic girls get... Well, they start much too late. Yeah. So, yeah. And when you let them loose, watch out. That's well, what was, happens. Prout was an all-girls school when I was uh-huh. growing up. Oh, boy. <laughs> they were crazy. There's a pattern there. <laughs> what happens? There is. So, good news, guys. I will leave you with this. 
McDonald's, I don't know if you saw this, or maybe you mentioned it at some point and I never heard it. McDonald's is giving away free fries. What? Every How? single Friday for the rest of the year. So today, being Friday, this could work out for you. All you have to do, and this isn't an advertisement, I'm not being paid or anything to do this, I just thought it was an interesting story. Um, you just have to download the app and spend a, at least a dollar, like when you put an order in on the app. A glass of water. You can get a, get a soda or something. I don't know. And you, have, and you get a free fry they for the get, rest of the year on a Friday. I, I, you can say whatever you want about McDonald's. They have the greatest fries in the world. I don't know what they do. They're always the best. I don't know how they make them, yeah. but they have the greatest in the world. They're also getting rid of that plastic spoon thing that everybody thinks is also a combo straw. Yeah, for right. the for the. Did for you know? The, as you know, it turns out, it's not a straw. It's 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 a spoon, but the reason it's made hollow is so they can attach it to the the spinner on their shake makers, Incredible. so they can spin it up. <laughs> Which I'm is like, always broken. Okay, so right. <laughs> might as well get rid of the straw <laughs> spoon. Okay. Now we know. <clears throat> anyway, wow. we got uh, some headlines coming up next. We've got spe- new Speaker of the House, big interview last night. What did he say? And the search goes on for that lunatic in Maine. But, just to scare you even more, yes, whales attacking surfers in Australia? What's up with the whales? How this guy survived is beyond me. It's coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Uh, tactical teams, evidence response teams, uh, full-blown investigative units, detective units uh, that have come from multiple states, uh, whether it's the commissioners from uh, Vermont and New Hampshire reaching out to me directly, Massachusetts saying, what do you need, Mike? What can we do for the state of Maine? Well, I'll say this, even though they haven't found that nutcase in Maine yet, it's not for a lack of trying. Multi-state now, if we can technically call this an international search. They've reached out to Canadian authorities, just in case. This guy made it to the border. How far is Lewiston from the border? It's a couple Canada. hundred miles, but I mean, it's not that far. And you said yesterday they realized his boat is missing. I don't know what size boat it is, but the guy had owned a boat that he used a lot, and it's nowhere to be found. So and that's why they called out the Coast Guard. Well, we can hope that maybe I can't imagine the waters off of Maine, at least the ocean part of it, are hospitable or, around this time of or year. Or in Maine, if they're talking about lakes and maybe woods connected to that, I have no idea. But uh, the cops are now saying, sadly, and this was devastating, they released more of the uh, victims' names yesterday. <laughs> so now you've got residents who are speaking on. They've gone from shock to anger. And we've got hunting season in Maine up there Full going up. swing, right? Uh, you're going to see a lot of people out and about looking for this guy. Let's hope that that doesn't lead to any more accidents. If you're on lockdown, as they are in this area of Lewiston and surrounding areas, they've locked down uh, colleges, camp campuses, and high schools, and you know regular schools, uh, and you leave your home, is that a, a restable offense? I don't know. You're not going to stop people up there from hunting. I, that's what I'm saying. I don't know. So uh, these people are going to sneak out of their homes and just go to the woods and say, I'm going hunting. Stop me. You know, try. Because it's weird. A lot of the news reports and every single network has has reporters on the scene there because, you know, they're hyping this up as such a big story. Everything looks completely empty, but maybe that's just Maine. Yeah, it's it's kind of apop- apocalyptic. They had that one guy standing in the middle of the street. There's like nobody around. Ugh. Very scary. The whole thing is sad. Mm. I'm just. It's just a strange thing to have anybody... On the lam for two days now. Especially with, with the equipment they have to track people down, you know, the heat-seeking stuff. And, and the problem is if he knows how to travel in the woods and he knows how to stay out of sight. Right. I look at that. The, all I keep on thinking about was that prisoner that escaped, that little wiry guy. Remember? He, he made it a while. Crabbed right. up the wall. He, did. he didn't know. He was hiding. He knew enough to hide underneath the, the leaves and the trees to hide from the heat-seeking, you know, helicopter things. Yep. 
So uh, you can't tell me this guy doesn't know that. And and by the way, real quick, guys, mm. sorry. Um, you were right. The story yesterday, you got some criticism saying that the guy walked four miles. He did. That was part of the story. He walked. They said oh, that. He, yeah. he parked his car and Th- he walked. Yeah, thanks, Bob. Thanks for bringing that up. We got an email, for a uh, text line from Bob. <laughs> hey, Bob. <laughs> he, he walked. He, he doesn't like me. He walked. <laughs> From first location to the second one, that was absolutely correct, and you are wrong. I would like to put out the record. Bob is wrong. There you go. <laughs> Listener Bob. His comment was, tell, tell that idiot woman, that would be me, uh, that uh, they do have cars in Maine and people could drive. And I was like, no, the, the whole point was, that's why they were surprised they didn't catch him, because he walked from the first one to the second one. Right. Otherwise, it wouldn't have been a story, Bob. It was remarkable, Bob. It wasn't a hard story <laughs> to tell, Bob. From one location to the other, Bob. I just remember that. Wow, okay. Yes. <laughs> anyway, and then they found his car, what, nine miles away from the bowling alley? Yeah, I mean, he was so pretty far away. The thing that disturbs me is, so I've heard different reports, one cell phone they know of, possibly two, that he planted maybe before the shootings even happened to throw the cops off the scene so that they would track him, you know, right? go to a different location. That's just diabolical. It's It, it also proves this was extremely premeditated. Exactly. Which is even sadder. Oh, boy. So we'll see. We'll update you. Uh, In the meantime, new Speaker of the House Mike Johnson, first big national interview last night. The question has to revolve around what's coming for the Democrats now. They want to ban pretty much all guns. He had to address that. This is what he said. I think it was with Hannity last night. The problem is the human heart. It's not guns, not the weapons. At the end of the day, we have to protect the the right of the citizens to protect themselves. And that's the Second Amendment. And And that was the right thing to say. That was a big relief, too, because I think he handled both sides of that issue there. But he also protected the Second Amendment, which should give you an idea of where he stands on that. Okay, take take for example what's going on in Lewiston right now. Here in the event, I think this guy's already offed himself. You guys think he's, he's escaped. In the event he's still alive and he's somewhere in the woods of Maine, and you live in Maine and you don't have a gun, and you know this guy's out there armed to the hilt, and how are you supposed to protect yourself? In the event he just decides to walk through your front door. Well, it's, and it's what's infuriating is all of the – it's gone as, as – we knew it was coming. They telegraph every single one of these that automatically, and the White House said it yesterday, going right for the guns from law-abiding citizens, which is 99.999999% of the population, but no questions about mental health, about support for them. This guy Goodness. was a walking red flag, told apparently officials and, and veterans organizations needed help. Yeah. Please help me. I'm here. I hear voices. But are there questions about opening up insane asylums again? Are there questions about mental health support, funding that? No. They go right to grabbing guns, as they do every single time. Well, they gave obviously, they gave this guy his guns back. Remember the shooter at Fort Lauderdale Airport? Where did he start? Portland? Remember he started oh, yeah. across the country? Say he was the same way. That was Granted, that was a single gun, not like an arsenal that this man's carrying right. around. But the same situation. So it happened. It's happened time and time and time again. They have to start doing follow-up with people who are mentally unstable. They should not have uh, access to a weapon, at least a fireable ep- weapon, because this guy could have gone in with knives too, I guess, uh, if he wanted so. to do harm. Yeah, but still, he needed help. In the meantime, I don't know what's going on in the animal kingdom. It's obviously the year of the bear. But ever it since is. we had that, you know what the second most popular animal attack story is? Whales this year. Well, Diener started it with the, the, the were they killer whales? Is that what they were? Off of, I think it was Portugal. Is that what the story yeah. you had, downing, remember? Downing boats. Yeah, Portugal and Spain. And then we had in yeah. other countries, in other continents, we had other whale attack stories. And right. now Australia, which makes sense because that's where everything wants to kill you. 
Uh, we got a, a wind surfer, and it was caught on his GoPro, which is how we know about it. Oh. A whale took him under the water. It, it hit him like dead center, came out of the water, breached it, and it came up and then landed on top of him. Will you hear how, here he is with his story. Will you hear how far down he was? I saw the head come out, then I saw the rest of the body come out, and then I saw the whole thing above me. And at about that stage, I've got to be honest, I thought I was in trouble. And it came down and landed straight on me, and then got caught in my leash and dragged me probably about 20 to 30 foot under. 20 to 30 feet under. He said the only reason he got away is the leash broke. That's the thing you tie around, yeah. I guess, you know, your wrist to, to the board. So if you fall off, you don't lose the board. Uh, can you imagine? No. It, but this looked like it was a total accident on the whale's part. Most likely. Because the guy's going this way, the whale's coming the opposite way, and all of a sudden you see the head come up and you're like, oh my goodness. I'm holding out the possibility that the Portugal whales have reached out with the whale interconnection system. And they sent the message out. To attack in other continents, other humans, I think they're coming after us. I love that sound. They're coming after us. They're co- yeah. Killer whales. That's why they're called killer. This, is, this was a, a humpback whale. So they're big, right? They're like 30 to 60 feet long. Sure are they, they not? Are, right. It's how this man survives beyond me. I don't know. Whales. Now we got to worry about first sharks, now whales, alligators, Bears. all kinds of things eating you. Bears. Those giant lizards. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I, you know the sad part about it? Out of all of those, those are the scariest to me. Oh, I know. Those giant lizards. I don't blame you. They're, They're hiding horrible. toilets. Oh, my goodness. All right. Headlines coming up next. We've got uh, the latest on Maine. We've got uh, the uh, Mike Johnson, who is the new speaker. Some more highlights from his interview last night. And some lighter stuff, too, regarding Halloween, which is right around the corner. It's all next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross on News Talk 850 WFTL. Because if, if in fact, all the evidence leads to where we believe it will, that's very likely impeachable offenses. You know, that's listed as a cause for impeachment in the Constitution. Well, finally, after going through uh, Hannity's 20-minute question there, he finally got to it and got to the, the crux of the matter. If all of this evidence you've collected leads to the Biden crime family doing wrongdoing, would you would that lead to impeachment? Basically, Mike Johnson, new speaker of the House last night, said, yeah, well, it's yeah, about, it would. About darn time. It would see it'd be nice to see something happen. I mean, there have been reports after reports. What did that was the report earlier this week? Forty separate people came forward to testify against the Biden crime family and the Department of Justice ignored them. And that's, 40. that story itself got ignored. Yeah, 40, 40, different pe- 40 different people testified against this family. And the Department of Justice, eh, no big deal. If we had an actual non-corrupt news media, wow. if we had a real free press, that would have been the top story probably of our lifetime. That is, but it's not. They also said they had proof that, uh, that Biden paid cash for his Delaware retreat that he's always at to the tune of $2.7 million for money he got from China. So Mike Johnson last night talked a lot about receipts. They got the receipts. They got everything they need. It's just a matter of doing something. Will it happen with them? I don't know. The one thing I do know is if McCarthy was still in there, nothing would have happened. No. I, I, and that's what – remember Matt Gates said he sold us a bill of goods? He told us at the beginning of the season when he took over he was going to do this. He goes, and then he turned around. He goes, and he gave everything to the Democrats. It was like, whoa. It was like he was more on their side than ours. So it, I, I think – Yesterday, with that story you told yesterday about McCarthy, oh uh, he's pretty much a turncoat. Man, everything they accused him of, I'm starting to believe now. So I don't know. What's Mike Johnson going to turn out to be? Who the heck knows? But oh, what can you lose? 
Uh, it's nothing because Kevin McCarthy was useless, you yeah. know, although uh, he would tell you he was the greatest. Then we found out he was sabotaging other people's bids because he wanted to get back in. Yikes. Not a, not a nice guy. What a swamp. Mm. All right. In Maine, boy, they have enlisted the help of a lot of different state agencies, a different country in the form of Canada, and now the elite BORTAC unit to find this lunatic that, that uh, shot up those two places. There was just uh, at the top of the hour, you were out of the room, but uh, the news had uh, some guy trying to get in and you hear, sir, turn your car around. This is a curfewed area. You need to leave. So they are enforcing it. It's that. like, yeah, they. so I guess if you leave your house, you're going to be in big trouble. Which probably, I would imagine, would be in place through the weekend unless they find him, and that means that affects hunting. Hunting season this time of the year in Maine is massive. It's very big. So what are they, they going to, like, because they're out in the woods, are they telling hunters, get the heck out of your you know stands and go home? What, what about the ones that are already in, you know, huts yeah, right now? I don't know. Stands. It should be interesting. To, I, it's, I would assume if they come across a hunter, they're telling them to go home, unfortunately. I'm sure. And, and if you know anybody who hunts and, and lives to hunt, they would be devastated. That would kill. My cousin is huge into this. It would kill him. Yeah, he'd be like, "No, I'm staying." <laughs> so it, it it just seems weird that the manhunt is going on this long, but there's a lot of open space there. That's why they've listed all the help from all these agencies, and there's no there's no lack of trying. That's for sure. When they called the Coast Guard in, though, I was like, "Wow." So they I guess the, the cause of that in. is not <laughs> what kind of boat the guy had, but the boat that he used a lot apparently is nowhere to be found. So it's most likely like a lake or river boat. That's what they're thinking. That's, oh, what, so they're, it's, that's what they're patrolling. It's not an ocean-going vessel. Because uh, I'm thinking, how did he get it to the ocean? Or did he already have it at the ocean at a marina? Right. Uh, you got to understand how much time went from when he walked into the bowling alley, which they said was what, 7 o'clock at night, mm-hmm. I do believe. And then it was about an hour later he hit the restaurant. So – and and no one knew about it. The the woman that we first heard of, a witness, said the reason she found out was people were posting on Facebook, hey, there's a problem at the bowling alley. I can't get in touch with my husband. Isn't that amazing? And, and then the Lewiston cops put out that uh, police alert on Facebook. Right. So he had a substantial lead. So if, if you had no idea and, and you're driving down some road in Maine, I mean, people tend to be a little bit friendlier to you up there if they know you. And they, they see some guy hitchhiking. Did somebody pick him up? Or unknowingly, oh, did he jump in the back of a truck and somebody took him across the state? Who knows? If the guy's as good as he is, he seems to be well-planned, he had an escape route. Horrifying. It's, it's, Whole thing. I hope he's found dead myself, but that's besides the point. We can only hope. That's for sure. <laughs> uh, World Series starts tonight. Ready for it? Is he going to watch it all? I, 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 I didn't even know what the Texas team's name was. Well, I say at this me. point, you've said it so much, still go with the Texans. I, I, like, I like that, that better. So I, I don't know. The Texas Texans. The Texas Rangers, the Arizona Diamondbacks. There has been a lot of chatter you know, among the sports heads that well, baseball is very worried because no one's going to watch it. They're not exactly too strong fan bases. I I don't know. I you know what? I think baseball has made some changes this year. They they sped up the games. Uh they did ratings over. Attendance by the way in ballparks this year was up 30%. Really? That's pretty good. That's that's pretty impressive actually. Uh, but are you guys going to watch? You, actually, you're my barometer for this. So I'm going to I actually am interested in this one. I I kind of always like it when there are two different teams we're not used to in there. I like to see the matchup. When was the last time, who had the shortest time between their last appearance at the World Series? Arizona was what, they said 20, was it 22 years? Because they won in 2001. Uh, I don't know. 
Text, I, I don't know. You ask these questions, I'm like, I have no idea. You guys, but you're, oh, but what was I that thing? Never ask a question on the air you don't know the answer to. And I do it all the time. All, every day. Every day, at least 15, 20 times. It I'm keeps like, you on uh, your toes. I, I don't know. You should know. Uh, Dieter, you should know this. We talked again? about it last week. It, it's 23 years for, I think it's like 23 years for the Arizona Diamondbacks. Mm-hmm. How long since the Rangers have been there? Uh, pretty recently. It was maybe six or seven years ago. I thought ago. it was within 10, right? Yeah, it was. Because you know, it was Josh Hamilton. Remember Josh Hamilton, the home oh, run that's power right. hitter? That's right. And, you know, years ago, 2013, because they did win a World Series with him. So after one and a half minutes, there's your answer, there you Thank you so very it's much be about for wasting years. all that time. I appreciate it. I don't know. I hope they. I, I hope it does well. <laughs> Who knows? Starting tonight, 8 o'clock start time, they say, on Fox, but then they got to get all through the, the opening ceremonies and stuff. There's been a rumor that former President George Bush is going to throw out the first pitch. For tonight's game? But it might be game two, I don't know, because the other guy they're talking about is Nolan Ryan. Wow, those are two pretty big deals right there. Yeah. Nolan, did Nolan Ryan pitch for either one of those guys? Yeah, Rangers. Oh, okay. Texans, yeah. Yeah, listen, Texans. I'm sorry. I Thank forgot. You. I'm sorry. Okay. The Texans, I, Texans, I, baby. I would have said he played for the Red Sox. Sure. <laughs> sure. No idea. Close enough. Uh, more headlines coming up next. Give you. Uh, apparently, we had uh, the U.S. military involved in the Middle East yesterday. We'll update you on that. But then fun stuff. Getting closer to Halloween, it's Frankenstein Day. We have no idea what that means. And are you in a vampire city? That's right. Coming up next, the East South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Maine has one of the highest rates of gun ownership in the nation. And the figure I saw this morning was has the second lowest gun crime rate. That's uh, Maine Senator Angus King, making sure everybody knows that this is not a common occurrence in Maine or really anywhere else. As I'm glad he stated that, actually. But th- he was also talking about these lockdowns they're under and these curfews. Yeah. No joke. They're arresting people. They're arresting people. They're stopping people on the roads uh, at the top of the hour in the news. You had this, uh, somebody on a loudspeaker going, turn your car around. This is a lockdown area. Wow. You need to go home. Uh, what was interesting about what he said there, out of the 18 people, unfortunately, were killed in this incident, in one incident by this crazed man, uh, last year alone in Maine, they only had 29 homicides yep, for the right. whole state. And that is a, I will tell you, a heavily armed state because of hunters. True. So it, the nice thing about it is I would assume if, if you live anywhere in this area and this man is indeed still alive wandering around and he's fully armed, it's nice to know that at least you have a gun in your house probably to protect yourself. Oh, absolutely. And no one wants to talk about that part of it. You know, self-protection part of it. Because and with a populace that's heavily armed, but they know what they're doing because most and most people are responsible gun owners. So true. They don't want to talk about that. God, no. And they don't want to talk about that mental health issue. But just think if they weren't armed, okay, for all these people who hate guns. If these people weren't armed, this man would know that. So he could go into any home, that's kill true. anybody, and, and take over what it is, whatever it is he wants. Uh, if he needs money, if he needs a car, if he needs whatever, food, take a shower, who knows? He could go into any home. But he won't do that because he knows they all got guns. Right. And I know the counter-argument is, well, he attacked two places, they weren't able to take him out. Yeah, because they were in public. It was a, it was a bar, pub area, and a bowling alley. Soft targets is yeah, what exactly. those are called. Exactly. Even there it could be a soft target, of course. Right. If you're not, it's, it's, they did a whole story yesterday in uh, WPTV, actually. They talked to, and I don't know what kind of expert he was, but it's all about situational awareness. Yeah, that's and key. you're really into this. My ex-husband was really into this. If you're military trained or like you have uh, your, your CROV training, you... 
you think about stuff. You, when you go into a restaurant, the first thing you look at is where's the exits? Where's, where's, right. Where am I sitting? How am I getting my family out? How am I getting myself out? 99.9% of the population doesn't think like that. No, they don't. At all. And, you know, human nature being what it is, a lot of us have our phone, our faces buried in our phones. Right. You don't even look what's up. what's going on. Yeah. You know, and for the bowling alley incident here, they were busy in a game. They were bowling. Backs turned to the... Right. T- think of a typical bowling alley. Your back is turned to the entrance. What a coward this creep is. Nah, it's it's horrible. Awful. Horrible. So they've enlisted the help of multi-state agencies, Canada even, because they're worried about the border. Coast Guard's involved. Not for lack of trying, they haven't found this guy. Yeah, they've been everywhere. They, they they were outside what they thought was his residence or a known residence of his yesterday for an extended period of time because I think it was like 45 minutes straight all they yelled over that loudspeaker was, if you're inside, come out with your hands up. If you're inside. And I was like, okay, just smoke out the place and get the guy to come out. Yeah. Exactly. And, and I think that's inevitably what they did. And then they stormed the place and he wasn't there. And that's where they found, I think, one of the cell phones and they found the suicide, the alleged suicide letter. Right. They think that's to turn them, to throw them off too. So who knows where this creep is? I'd be shocked if this goes throughout the weekend. Where they have- right, we said that about that little wiry prisoner too. That's true remember? too. That's right. He, he had the wherewithal. To, see, this guy knows too. He knows the terrain. Yeah, he's he he's a hunter. He's military trained. He's arms trained. I mean, this guy's got a lot of training. If he wants to stay gone, he's going to stay gone. And if he was diabolical and really smart enough to throw off the scent by placing cell phones around before it happened. Right. Yeah, he's, he's just because he's, he's insane doesn't mean he's not smart. That's exactly what that uh, sniper expert said on Fox yeah. the other day. Shows you he knew exact. He was he had the situational awareness to know where the softest of soft targets oh, were. I hate that man. So, sad. all right. Well, in better news, Please. I guess it's confirmed now. The Texas Rangers are confirming that former President Bush is going to throw out the first pitch tonight for Game One of the World Series. When was the last time we saw Bush out in public? Been uh, a while. Whose funeral was that? Ford? Was it Ford's funeral? Was that it? I, it's been a while. It's been a long time. And and he had aged considerably then yeah. from the last time we had seen him in public. So it should be interesting to see if retirement has done him well. Plus, he lives a good life. Let's let's not forget that. It's I'm not still like predicting he's... a strike. He was <laughs> the most athletic of the presidents for he a long was. time. Well, it's, Obama was a good basketball player, but still. But he's uh, he was most. But he, didn't he throw a strike the first time he did it? The first time, I think he did. Remember the big New York one, two thousand eleven, uh, between the Yankees and the Mets. He threw out a first pitch. It was, that was a. He was great in those moments. He was. He, he had his he, moments. He, he had a lot of. You it know, was he his, did a lot of stupid stuff, but he was good in those. His second term was a little iffy. Oh but yeah, it was a lot iffy. Let's be honest, but that's cool. So maybe I'll watch him throw out the first pitch, and that'll be it. Is he still well-respected in Texas? Is the Bush family still? Because, I, I mean, let's be honest. We'll the Bush out. family was huge. It's yeah. like Kennedy's in Massachusetts. Right. Know, so We'll find out. All right. And heading into the last weekend before Halloween today, for a reason we can't understand, is Frankenstein Day. <laughs> My name, it's pronounced Frankenstein. <laughs> oh, that was such a great film. Oh, I love Gene Wilder. He's one of my favorite people. It is uh, because of author Mary Shelley. They say the last Friday in October has always been recognized as Frankenstein Friday. That's news to me. And news to me, too. And I've been doing this a long time. But uh, dates back to the 1800s. Or You realize how long that I, yes. book has gained? I mean, just the momentum, but the legs it has. 1800s? One of the longest lasting tales 
outside of the fairy tales, right. probably for, for in in culture. Yeah, it and, is. And, well, and Disney keeps on changing those, so it, they, they, they don't live anymore. So <laughs> right. let's be honest. Can you imagine if Walt Disney went a different direction and he went and he bought the Frankenstein franchise? <laughs> oh my goodness gracious! <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a completely different story. Dylan Mulvaney would have been Frankenstein, uh, so or not the monster because it. And everyone always says Frankenstein wasn't the monster. That was the doctor. Oh, okay. Okay. Well. Yeah, it, but it just over now. the years, it kind of like melded into <laughs> Frankenstein was the monster. It was still the monster to me. I don't know. It was a great film. It was excellent. It, it's still, the, the original is still scary. And one of the great original Universal monsters of the Universal movies. So true. All right, we got uh, Friday football picks coming up oh! next because it replaces, it takes over. It consumes our last <laughs> rapid fire on a Friday just to have some fun. Don't ever rely on us for Friday football picks for, for your own picks, but we have fun with it. It's coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Well, normally at this time, except on Fridays, we do rapid fire, but it gets taken over. So for, for Friday fun to go into Friday football season, our picks are ready. The sheet has been printed. We have circled games. No looking over there. You're already ahead I by already like 16. Got mine. I saw that. Jeez. I, I just want to see, because I always look to see if he's like me. Because then he yells at me. Uh, obviously Ooh. not, because we're all losing to you. <laughs> Dean, are you ready? We're ready. Hit it. 180. What's up? It's our Friday football picks on the South Florida Morning Show. Your results will definitely vary. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah, they'll vary. Yours Goodness. will be better than ours. <laughs> This week nine, what Bill's referring to, in case you don't know, Jen is six games ahead of us. Six games. I honestly thought it was more. So we were, it's, it's no big deal. I'm telling we're you. kind of within reach. We can ship away, Bill. It's we can running ship out away. of time. And, and the way it's yeah. going, I mean, I this is where I usually fall apart because in we'll the middle see. of the season, you guys remember everything. I remember squat. We'll see how it goes. I will tell you this, though. Last week when we did the results on Monday, Bill, what, when, when you were on vacation, mm. I said, Jen, you went four and one. She goes, is that good? I'm like, what are you? <laughs> yes, it's good. You won four games and lost one. It's infuriating, isn't it? Pool shark. I swear. <laughs> yes, it's good. So, can we catch up at all this weekend? Our first game, of course, two college, two pro, and one wild card for a total of five. Our first game on here I found very intriguing, which is why I guess I put it on. Oklahoma, number six team in the country. A lot of people didn't really have them pegged to be like a playoff contender this year. It's right. the magic of Dylan Gabriel. That's right. UCF, the UCF transfer. And he, and he beat his old school last weekend. A close game, by the way. It was a good game. It was. It was a really good game. But they are 7-0 on the road. Oklahoma going to Kansas, the Jayhawks. Yeah. They're going to Lawrence. So is this a letdown game? Is this an upset alert for the Sooners, Jen? What do you think? The Sooners are going to show up, and they're going to sooner or later kick the crap out of Kansas. Oh, so, yeah. No, I'm going Oklahoma. Okay. I don't know. Separated there. Me too. Uh, Just cause, but Kansas <laughs> is one of those teams, though. <laughs> going back in the history of our Friday football takes, every time I need them to lose, they win. They're, so I'm really iffy on this. They're a really strange team like that. Like they, they they can win big games, and Oklahoma is known for being upset in games that just ruins their season. Games they shouldn't uh, lose. Wish I knew that before. I yeah, circled me them. and you both. So you took Kansas, and I think this is one of those games. I'm going Kansas in the okay, upset. Okay, all right. I think it's, it just feels like that type of spot. It's maybe every where time, you gain. Every maybe. time he has that feeling, though, he loses. Well, just so you know. It's a bad feeling. Get out of All right. <laughs> Game number two, the largest cocktail party in the world. Are you going, Jen? 
I wish. Georgia and Florida, right there in Jacksonville. Oh, that's right. It's it, well, supposedly neutral turf, but still. Yeah, supposedly. Yeah. Where you go right up 95 and head over to uh, Jacksonville for this one. Georgia, listen, you know, we talk about all these other teams. Georgia's still number one. Mm-hmm. They haven't lost in two years. They're trying to re- three-peat as champions this year. Can, will they Will they uh, win this one, Jen, to continue their way to the top of the mountain this, this year? They could bring back Aaron Hernandez and Tim Tebow and still crush the Gators. Wow. I got Georgia winning, okay. hands down. Sorry. Yes. Sorry, my Florida friends. Wow. If they have a loss coming, it's not this weekend, I don't think. And again, if this was in the swamp, that's a different story. Right, right. You, know, you are going to have plenty of Georgia fans in Jacksonville right. for this thing. So You might have more, actually. Yeah, you may. Man, I'm going Georgia, too. It's just tough to pick against them. Uh, same reason for me. We're, we're all on Georgia here, but I do think they are going to lose at some point. This is not the same Georgia team. They look a little bit more vulnerable, and they lost, who I think he's the best tight end in college football, no doubt. He might be the best player in college football. This kid, Brock Bowers, is a tight end for oh, Georgia. He he's out for three or four weeks, I think. Oh. So, Who's this? Uh, their, their best player, Georgia, is this kid, Brock Bowers. He's incredible. He's going to be a top 10 NFL pick. And he's gone? Yeah, he's gone for this game, maybe the next few games. But I don't think that's going to hurt them enough to where they lose this one. They, they're going to do enough. They're not going to cover the spread. Georgia's minus 14 in this game. I think they win by a touchdown. So a little okay. bit closer. And so, you pick Georgia. Yeah, we're all, so we're all on the same team. Sorry, Gator fans. Yeah, really. 330 is always a big game, though. Uh, now to the NFL. The Jaguars. How about this? The Jaguars lost their first two games of the season, I think. They've now won five in a row, or they were one and two, one four in a row. Either way, the Jaguars are five and two and on fire going to Pittsburgh. Jen, do the Steelers find some type of offensive identity? To win this game and go 5-3, and three, or do the Jaguars stay hot? You know, they say every now and then a blind squirrel finds a nut. Correct. It ain't going to be the Steelers this weekend. I got to go with Goldilocks and the Jaguars to make it five in a row. Oh, wow. I'm picking Goldilocks. You are. You always pick against Trevor Lawrence. I usually pick against him, but not this time. <laughs> well, mathematically, I have no chance to gain on you because I'm picking them again. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, Jaguars, they're, you know, it's on the road. They're good. They I are. I think they're a good team. Yeah. They're finally not stuck with a London game. Right. <laughs> I think they'll beat the Steelers. I think so, too. And it's really just for the reason that they, they they have found themselves. I mean, the Jaguars were a few plays away from beating the Chiefs last year in right. the playoffs. So I really think they had a slow start to this year. They kind of got into the rhythm. And the Steelers, they're still trying to figure things out, I think, on offense. So it's gonna Steelers be are 4-2, by the way. Oh, they're four and two. That's right. You said four and three. There is fake news on the Friday football season. That's it. We're taking you out. Apologize. (laughs) So when I don't win anything, I'm I'm filing this under protest, Diener. Sincerely apologize for the Steelers fans. (laughs) This is a big one, though. Two winning teams. They're you know. I know. Possible playoff teams. So, but yeah, I'm going with the Jaguars too. Really? Only a two point favorite on the road. Oh, okay. And then this one, the Stink Bowl. But again, <laughs> this does a lot for the records. It's, you know, the season's not over. The Jets are 3-3 three and three without Aaron Rodgers. And they're playing at the Giants. I say at the Giants. They're playing the same stadium. The, Gi- the Giants are 2-5 and five, coming off a win. Jen, is it possible that the Jets get over 500 in this game? Do they beat the Giants? I, I, I picked the Jets purely because you two hate them so much. Oh, my. And I figured you'd pick the Giants, and it would be the separator. So I went with the Jets. But... Bill. Let's go, Blue. Oh, there it is. The G-Men. I told you. I knew, I knew he wouldn't pick the Jets. I know him too well. 
he'd die before he picked the Jets. <laughs> okay, my season's over if you win on this one. <laughs> the, the separation is just too great. I think that, I, I don't know. I think the Giants will win. Jets have been Jets have surpassed. I give them credit. They have surpassed expectations with the injuries they yeah, had. Yeah, they have for me for sure. Yeah. Listen, coming off a of bye week though, they are. Right. That's true. Hmm. Yeah, Giants. All right. Uh, it sounded like you were going to talk yourself out of it there I for are a very second. close. <laughs> Switch your pick <laughs> midstream. You know. Listen, this is strictly business. Oh, he picked the Jets. Taking oh. the Jets. I can't oh. believe it. I know. I know. <laughs> Strictly business here. I didn't expect you to pick the Jets, actually. Well, the only reason I picked them was I figured you two would pick the Giants. Go figure. This is my. Tr- this is where my season turns around this right is, here. This is huge for you. Yes. Put both of you in the dirt. This is big. <laughs> the Giants separator game now with, with the Jets and the Giants. I, the Giants have actually, the record doesn't say it, but they have been playing better. They're playing hard. Yeah. At two and five, it doesn't look like it. But the Jets, I just think with their defense, they're able to win. Coming off the bye, they beat the Eagles a couple weeks ago. I think they come out and they actually they, they go over 500, which is incredible. With the groundhog on the sidelines. Yeah. Wild card games. Here we go. Here's what we got to choose from. Number eight, Oregon against number 13, Utah. Big one in the Pac-12 tomorrow. Air Force. Shout out to Air Force who put them on here because the Falcons are 7-0. and Oh, they're ranked. How about that? Wow. They're number 19 in the country. So good for Air Force. Why really good. Wow. And they're at Colorado State. The Chiefs. Possible trap game here, six and one at the Broncos. They're about to go to Germany to play the Dolphins, the division Ooh, the opponent Chiefs? on the road. Yep, there. And the 49ers are at the Bengals. Big one here. The 49ers have lost two in a row. Jen, which pick, team did you pick in the wild card? Well, I just watched her get on a plane, so I figured her boyfriend might play a little bit better. I'm going to go with the Chiefs to oh. beat the Broncos. So no trap game possibility. They beat I the don't Broncos. even know what a trap game means, All right. so <laughs> go Chiefs. It would be crazy if the Chiefs lost to the Broncos. I know. That would be like, I don't know, that would be really, I can't see them losing to them. I'm picking the Chiefs too. Alright, that's fair. And I thought about that too. I just, the possibilities there. The Broncos ready to play them tough on Thursday Night Football in Arrowhead. Now they have to go to that's Denver true. before flying to Germany. It's just, ah, they're probably still going to win though. Yeah. But I'm going with Air Force. Are you? I'm going to stick with the Falcons. I think they, they, they're going to go 8-0. They're going to beat Colorado State. I love, I would love to see a service academy in like a big bowl game this oh, year. That would that'd be great. That would be really cool. So they're, if they... Okay, Colorado State's not good. No, but not if really. Air, if Air Force became an 8-0 team, do they even move up in the rankings or do they stay about there? I think they would move up a little bit. You know, not like a huge move. Maybe like 18 or 17. 18 at, and a half. There you go. <laughs> they're at 19 now. <laughs> so. 18 and a half. It would be cool to see Air Force in the Cotton Bowl or something like that. Or, oh, that'd be awesome. You know, Good the for Peach them. Bowl. Very cool. That so would be fun. I will put these picks on the Morning Show blog. You can follow along, 850WFTL.com, of course, on the app, and see as uh, Jen continues to destroy us in the rankings. We all got the same teams, almost. Kind of. So another week this... goes by where we don't have time to catch up. Except oh, for the I'm Giants. So... Yeah. The Giants! <laughs> don't let me down, G-Men! <laughs> Danny Dimes has got you. Danny Dimes. Danny oh, God, help us. <laughs> All right, coming up next. So those, but don't forget, by the way, follow along the Friday Football Picks. It's what we do to remember who we actually picked. We go on the app or the Morning Show blog. Can can we please talk about the story that is going to scare the crap out of Diener? Yeah, oh, no. we, we saved a story. Oh, no. Oh, this is this To is scare horrifying. Diener next. It's a Halloween-ish kind of story. It's more like a creepy, crawly story just for him. We oh, specifically no. thought of him next. <laughs> oh, We've got that and some other headlines to cover before the weekend. Coming up next, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. A couple of headlines before some fun stuff to freak Diener out. 
As we head you into uh, we we head into the weekend with you. First of all, day two of the manhunt in Maine. Multi-state agencies, Canadian officials even, and the Coast Guard trying to find that lunatic. Well, they, they realized uh, he didn't have a boat, or he had a boat, but it, they can't find it, so they don't know where the boat is. Uh, according to reports, he may have had at least one, if not two or three cell phones he hid in various areas to throw people off. Yeah. Uh, they think they found uh, a suicide note. They think that could be something to throw them off. Uh, they have no idea. Put it this way. They have an idea. They're not sharing. That's true, too. Right. I, I would assume they have a good idea where this guy is, if he's still alive. I think he already offed himself. But if he's still alive, they they know the whereabouts of where he is. And right. now the problem is finding him. Yep, most likely. Uh, also this, it appears that the U.S. is uh, more heavily involved with the Middle East before things really even escalate. The Defense Department said it was a self-defense measure after 19 attacks on, air ba- on uh, military bases, U.S. bases in the Middle East. They fired a couple of rockets into Syria against Iranian targets. Hey, you don't think we're involved in a war? That's it's yet to be seen. That's an es- we are. That's an escalation. They just uh, announced that Hamas rockets hit targets in Tel Aviv now. Yeah. That's not good. All right. Here's some weekend fun for you. Now, this officially, I think, would count as a spooky, creepy, fearful kind of creepy, crawly Halloween story. This is the creepiest <laughs> There's only one reason why we're doing it, though. Because, okay, you have to very briefly tell the story about Carl. I wasn't here the day Carl was in your car. Well, it was a spider. Diener is deathly afraid of spiders, and he also had a giant spider in his car one day a couple of years ago, and he still never found him. So clearly the spider is in there living and breeding. Didn't he make you go down and, like, try to find it? Oh, yeah, find it. We had a lighter and everything. (laughs) Nothing. (laughs) So this is really, this woman goes to urgent care. Because she has a sound in her ear. No, no, her ear. Her ear. Of course, she recorded the whole thing. This is how it all went. Well, they confirmed that there is something in my ear. She goes, "There's something in there. It's not a moth." I am so embarrassed. First of all, because that's so gross, and I'm a clean person. It's an uneasy feeling. (laughs) It was a spider. Oh. A live black a live. spider was in her ear. Oh! And they flushed it out, and, and the nurses left. And while they left, it crawled out and just jumped down on her <laughs> shoulder. We thought of you instantly. Oh. This is how much we love you, Diener. The good news is it was. They got it out, right? And it was That's alive. True. So is she saying, Wait, there's a follow-up. There's more? Like a hundred other people want to see a picture of the spider. I wanted nothing to do with it when it left. Yeah, so small little black fuzzy jumping spider. Oh. Everyone's comments telling me I'm a really great storyteller. Oh. It literally means so much to me. Also, you guys blowing up the video. I'm in the creator fund. I have no health insurance. So oh. all the money I'm going to make is going to pay for I don't want to hear about her money. I just want to hear about the spider. <laughs> a jumping spider jumped right out of her ear. Oh, it also jumped in. So, Diener, she said hell. she's never going to sleep again without <laughs> earplugs. So maybe you wanted to follow her lead. Demons. Happy Halloween. <laughs> have a great weekend. We'll be back Monday morning at 6 in here. Be safe. We'll see you on Monday.